talking tongue up neatly, yeah, yeah. Santa's coming by and bringing everything I want and some things I don't know. We leave out a plate of cookies for him and the joy we Tired. <laughs> oh, another original Come On Over Christmas Jam. Once oh. again, made up on the fly. Oh, jeez, Louise. Nobody can do that like we oh. did. And the reason I did that is because, A, I didn't have time to, to write another song for us this week. And, B, I was so inspired by our last episode where we entered the episode with an original song we made up on the fly. And then we posted it. Emily, great work Thank on you. the video. Hey, you know I try. I watched it like six times. I thought it was so funny. It was so funny. There were some really funny parts uh, to it. Go back and listen to it. You know what? I'm going to put it in the show notes. And you guys can watch it on the YouTube. you got to subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. So you don't have a great Jeez. YouTube following. Well, we're going to get there. Because I, know. I don't know. I think we missed the YouTTube boat, Emily. Maybe we're too we did. advanced. We're I too think. old. Well, I know we're both a little haggard here. Oh, Lord. We've both had quite a bit of adventure the last week, two weeks. Two weeks, Emily. I've been rode so hard, put away so wet. You are. You are a proverbial pommel or sitting in a dusty garage waiting to be unfurled <laughs> for the world to sell Just you on the black dredged. market. Oh, Lordy. Oh, my God. That's so dark. Saturated, oil stained. <laughs> but I'm back from my international travels. I know, Got Jeff. back a couple days ago from Gay Perry. You look so fancy. You look, you look a little different. Because <laughs> Do I look more swollen? Because No. <laughs> Uh, no, we did good. I mean, I'm telling you what. Um, what? So we're, we're just, we'll get to that in a second, oh, my travels. So we'll get much. to your big move. Oh, Lord. To Roscoe Village. Shoot me. But we are still celebrating Christmas. We are in the throes of it, the thick of oh. it. We are in the shit, as they used to say back yeah. in the Nam days. And we're just happy to be here, Emily. Yeah, me too. That's why I'm playing this upbeat Christmas music. Oh, wow. Some, some license free. <laughs> exactly. So we got a ton of crazy things to catch up on i know we have a stockpile of listener emails from so all you guys i know and we're going to sprinkle in some christmas joy all the way through jingle all the way along with me come on over will you Ooh, that's oh. you, you got there and remember next week's episode <laughs> we're answering all your christmas q a's and plus we got some fantastic halloween horror stories it's not halloween jeff it, it is it is holiday <laughs> holiday, holiday. Horror stories. there are some horror elements you know we, we, we got a few this year a few bangers holiday horror stories Holli- not halloween horror exactly stories. So halloween's over it's snowing outside not yet no it's We're not in chicago and, and and as of the day during this time in winter we have not had a covering no. of snow yet it's very odd I'm kind of warm right now. Damn, it was a little bit balmy outside. It was. You were rushing here from your new apartment. Emily, Oh God! I need to ask you a oh, question. Oh, wait, Jeff, no, before wait. we get there, I have oh. a retraction, a very important retraction. <laughs> Whose fault is this? Um, 
Mine. Mine oh. on both accounts. I have two retractions from oh, last dude. week's episode. Ooh, it's not good journalism. Go but, ahead. Okay. First of all, we, we casually brought up Meredith Baxter Bernie, and I said that she was dead. She <gasps> is not dead. She's still making films, I bet. Sorry I mean, to all of you. Movies. I know, at things on Lifetime. I don't know. I, I, I didn't dive so deep, but I just saw that there was not an end date to our IMDb. Well, that's the first thing you look for <laughs> when you see if someone's still alive. And so I apologize to um, Meredith Baxter Bernie herself and um, any Meredith Baxter Bernie fans out there. Apologies. Sorry. To, to all the, this, the, the treasurer, the secretary, <laughs> the vice president, and the president of the Meredith Baxter Bernie <laughs> and club. fan club. <laughs> Because I say Bernie because we have cousins that with the last name Bernie. You know, uh, we yeah, Joe, we do. Joe, Dave, mm-hmm. Danny, Jen, uncles, Bernie. Bernie. But my iPhone says Bernie. Oh. So I go, hey, Alexa, call Dave Bernie or whatever. Not Spotify. What's her? What's what's the thing? Siri. When I say Siri, call Dave Bernie. Yeah. It says now calling David Bernie. Bernie. Like, so, mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with that. You know, we can cut that. What's the other retraction, Emily? Okay. Jesus. What, is, what have you done to this podcast? No, I was talking about the show Yellow Jackets on uh, mm-hmm. Showtime. And I, this is stupid. It's really not even that significant. But I said that they were on a softball team. And in fact, they were on a soccer team. I just want to say that before I was started getting Dude, terrible. tons, tons so un- of emails. There couldn't you know be what? any more different of a sport. Well, it's, they the begin with series? the There's only three episodes. Whatever. It begins with the letter S. I'm not a sports-minded person. Neither once are you. Once played on a pitch. Once played on. I a, know that did, on a baseball zone. I know baseball and a baseball sure. square and a baseball field. It's a diamond, Emily. I know Everybody it's a knows diamond. You slide into home to win the game. Woo-hoo. We're off the rails already. Oh, Emily, I know. I'm. I'm. I just pounded a cup of coffee. People are chomping at the bit because they have one question for you and I. Oh, God. How was your weeks? Oh, my God. Jeez, I put the S in there because we got weeks, bro. We got weeks. We got weeks. You could start because, uh, you know, I'm dying. I haven't really touched base with you because I want to hear it live on the air. I know. We we have not caught up. No, and, we uh, have not. We are not lying. This is not a shtick. This is legit the truth. Jeff How and I. How was the move? The move kind of killed me. It always does. But... You know what? We made it through. We are in the new space. But but let me break it down for you a little bit. The anticipation of the move, that that was killing me. And then the packing, we had to wait till last minute, one day prior actually, and I had to go to a hair appointment the day our dedicated packing why, day. Why would you? What a terrible scheduling. I, I made it six weeks in advance before I knew we were even moving. And I couldn't change the appointment. And now my hairdresser. Did you want to look all proper for you? Move? No, no, it was not like that. I needed my hair looked like a freaking, like like a tundra of, of hair and, and fur. Oof. I needed to to take care of it. And also my, my hairstylist of 15 years has d- decided not to come to Chicago anymore. So it was the last time I needed to go. Okay. I needed to go. Well, prioritize. So this was in the middle. Mike's doing his thing, packing, throwing things in boxes, not labeled that well. And I was a mess. I was not okay. There was a lot of bickering. Oh, you guys really fight a lot hard? Not fight hard, but it was just like, it was just, you know, moving does not bring out the best in people. No, it's it certainly, does not. 
certainly does not bring out the best in me. I, I take a lot of ownership to that because I am just a nervous Nancy when it comes to that. So you got it all packed up. Got it all packed up. How was the packing up of the truck and the moving of the actual goods? We, we had movers. So the day of the move, we were packing in the morning, which killed me, killed my spirit. But we had to do it. I had to go out and buy more boxes the morning of. Again, oh. this is so hard for me in every way. The movers got there. They were great professional but long story short ended up being way longer way more expensive wait it was what they quoted it was more than what they quoted you i'm because you had more stuff more stuff that's how they get you but that's that's what else are you gonna do i know it's like hey i'm not it's like i didn't want to move myself you know it's it's part of it's you know the price of admission exactly but But you got it in all right you didn't break anything everything was in there we got the boxes (laughs) we got all the furniture sorted out right well except we didn't have our couch. Our beautiful couch from Macy's isn't coming till the end of March. Yes. So I had to Yeah. So I had to search the internet for for an intermediary couch that's like a like a convertible couch that we can multi-purpose and put in the guest room. A futon. A foot. A nicer Say futon. It. Say it. It's a, a nice. It's couch. called. It's called a click couch. I found one at the room place. We went to we at the room place. We took a pilgrimage to Lincolnwood. Ooh. And then I. It's being delivered tomorrow. Did so. you try Walter E. Smith? That shit's too expensive, I think. Oh my God, Walter E. Smith. I'm going to get into this. You dream it, we build it. One of the Walter E. Smith girls was at uh, Danny Bernie's 40th party, our cousin's 40th Shut birthday up. party. Shut yeah. up, the thing? Yeah, I didn't even know. Mike pointed out. He's like, I think that's a Walter E. Smith chick. What? Yeah. Wait, like one, like on air talent, Walter E. Smith? Yeah. Is, is she a sister or a, an in-law? I think you know? a sister. A I'm wife. not exactly sure. It's amazing. I know, I missed that party. I was so sorry. Our cousin Danny Bernie. No relation to, to the deceased. I mean, sorry, the alive, very much alive. Meredith I know, Baxter very Bernie. much alive. I missed alive. his 40th birthday. You know, the, any one of the jewel bags to play that. Oh, he had, she had like her like uncle and, cousin, uh, and brother. It was, no, they were fine. They played some really great tunes. They played some dad. They played Ooh. like, like it was everything in your wheelhouse, Jeff. You, you would have loved it. It was a really banger of a time. We had a lot of fun. Well, I missed out. I was busy in Paris. I know. And we'll get to that. Can, can I finish with my week? It's like I told no, you. No, I know. Some... That's why I was. Hold on. Should we take five? Should we do a tight five and then? A tight five? No. Okay, go ahead. I'll get there. So the couch coming. Room also place, had. Also had. Futon. Yes. Then had cable issues. Well, do they come and set you up or the what? The day after, the, the installation guy was there for like 10 hours. He had to go up on a pole somewhere. Yeah. And then we decided not to keep the cable, but to keep the internet because Xfinity has outrageous prices, guys. Am I am I right? That shit is it crazy. I use them for cable. I don't use them for internet. Well, you know what? I I, I we canceled the cable and I got a Sling TV. So you're not good. Yeah, so but we should keep the internet. Keep but the internet good. I, I think it'll uh, you'll save money in the long run. Oh yeah, and it's and we don't miss it. And for like local TV, all I want is my WGN in the morning. That's the hard part with a lot of streaming. Can you get it on Sling? No, but exactly. you, Jeffrey, you can get it on Apple TV. You can get it on Roku. They have an app, and you can get the morning show or yep. just uh, we've been watching it. WGN. No, no. Right. you get. I get so that's my what's friends. Stopping me. Huh? I get old Jeff. Days I, are numbered. Xfinity. No, I, I'm not advocating cable cutting, Emily. But you can get I, our show streaming. The kitchen. All my past shows, obviously, but I am still a proponent for cable television. I Me have to. Me too. I, you know what? This was hard. For, we actually got into an argument about it the day of the move or the night of after I had a couple margs on an empty stomach. Oh. It was not good. But you know what? The margs will get you we every damn through. time. 
when you've only eaten a cheese stick all day. Jeez Louise, really? I know. Just, I was really not in great shape. Terrible. I was, it, it, it broke me. The, terrible the, the organization. Smells, okay, do you not. feel, have you had a nice sound night's sleep? Yes. From it's, your new abode, how do you feel in it? it Enough feels, with the negativity. I know, sorry. The dumbass moving planning, which you've done, getting your hair, going to the hairdresser on moving day? I had to. Bananas choice. I had to. It was, hey. Nanners. You're nanners. No, you are. I think anybody out there would agree with me that if you Googled what not to do on move-in day, number three, or anywhere between three, number three, and number seven would be don't go to the salon for two and a half hours. It was, And it was two and a half hours. Of course hours. it is. I know. When Sarah Je- goes, she's there all hey, damn day. I don't know what she's doing. She did not dry my hair. I left there with, with curly, wet hair. Ugh, okay? So gross. Like a dog. Nasty. Like a damn dirty like a dog. Wet, wet poodle. I know. What? But um, but no, but I just want to say we are in the apartment. There's some boxes around. There needs to be some organizing. Gus is going to be helping a little bit with uh, the pantry and uh, some cabinetry. What do you mean Gus is going to be, he's going to organize the cabinets? No, he's going to help me get some new shelves for the, for the pantry. All right. Big Gus coming in. It's a project. It's a project. Daddy loves projects. Daddy does love projects. He loves going to Home Depot. Uh Yeah, there's some little things, but you know what? We're very happy there. It's nice to have rooms, to have doors which one can close. There was a night where I went to bed early and Mike watched TV. That was a first for us. Oh, because he was in the, the, the TV room. He was in the, the living den. room. The den. No, there is no den. Okay. That right there is worth, worth <sighs> all the stress, isn't it, Emily? It is. We're very happy there, and I'm glad that that move is freaking over. Well, we've been on this journey together through the come I know. on over history, the timeline here. We started, you weren't even in with Mike. You were living separately. Then you mm. moved into the studio, the grand studio, as I like to call it. It is. And now we've seen this journey through into the new two-bedroom. Two bedroom, yeah. Big time. Nice. And you know, we got got a dishwasher and a garbage disposal. Well, you got to be careful with those. I know. I know. I'm not getting crazy. It's crazy. I know, but you know, not a homeowner. We're renters. Yeah, but when when it's stuck in a clog, you're the last, it's not an emergency. So you just got to learn, go to the Google, learn how to do it with the Allen wrench and the reset button. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Mike knows what he's doing. He's, He's now the man of the house. Is, You're the lady always, of the house. I, I, I am the lady of the house. I'm just going to get my hair done oh, so me. I look nice for my man when we're moving. Oh, baby. Oh, no. Oh, oh wow. Well. So but you know what? about Magic Hour? Magic Hour, but there was some fun stuff in the last couple weeks. Hit me with them, Emily. All right. Why not? We're all here together. But you don't want to hear about no, the fun stuff? No, I want to stuff? hear about the fun stuff. We're catching up, doing explosive catching up on this episode. But there's been a lot of birthday parties I've had to go to. Our cousin Danny... Danny Bernie, Bernie, Daniel 40 Baxter Bernie, at, at, at a nice Berwyn Joint Friendlies bar or where tap. Joe Bags had played it, slayed it. It and was that, mm-hmm, the whole there. family was there: aunts, uncles, everyone. Tiny Aunt Phil drinking wine. They were all all the aunts were drinking some sort of white wine out, out of a bar. Oh boy. Katie, Dr. Katie Kostianis, who, you know, was with us last week. She fixes our backs and our souls with her beautiful rendition of All I Want for Christmas is Just You. Cold gorgeous. Karaoke. Just Amazing. Gorgeous. And it was her husband's 41st birthday. She wanted to do something since last year. It was kind of a wash. We went to this joint in Elmwood Park, Jeff, Donnie G's for Tuesday night karaoke. They got karaoke at Donnie G's now? Jeff, it was a scene. 
It I was bet. a scene that you need to go to. Okay. Tuesday right. karaoke. I don't do anything on Tuesdays. Jeff, you're going to have to. I kind of promised them you would. Why? They knew who I you were? Let me explain. So this guy, the MC, his name was David. Okay. He, he's going on. He's talking about how this is the best place on earth. All this talent here at Donnie G's. Like, yeah, we got a lot of talented people. We got some famous people. There's this, you know, the one famous guy that lives down the street. You know, what's his name? He's the, he's the chef guy. I'm like, yeah, that's my brother. And he's like, no fucking way. And I'm like, yes, wait. And he comes up to me and we're talking. He's like, you got to bring your brother here. I'm like, I'll wait, see. hold on. Back up. Did he claim I did karaoke there? No, he said that you that there were famous people that lived in the area. <laughs> Who else did he name? Who else? No one among? else. But he called it, he called it Elmwood Park, Chicago. He's of course. like, like only w, in- w, uh, like Elmwood Park, Chicago, 105.9. And there was a lot of talent there. There was uh, this group of gentlemen who sat in a table. I don't even think they were drinking any alcoholic beverages. They sang like angels together. Really? Like, like older gentlemen's doing harmonies together, doing all the old hits. Jeff, like a boys to men type thing, but older? Yes, like yeah, men like to men? Old boys to men, falsetto. Um, there was a guy named Jimmy the Hat. I think I know Jimmy the Hat. There was Jimmy the Hat. There was Joey Bag of Donuts. donuts. There's this guy, Dewey. <laughs> Get out of here. Wait, there was, okay, when in the table of gentlemen, there was a guy named Lafayette and who was wearing a shirt, a, a Juice is Loose hoodie, like an OJ hoodie. Really? Yes. Lafayette. I know. There was someone guy who like was proclaimed the Elmwood Park Elvis who came up and sang like Elvis. Jeff, not a single person that went up there was bad. Like no, everybody. It was, it was all heavy hitters. I bet. And Donnie I'm, G's is known for their music and everything. Well, Donnie G is no longer there. You no, know? I know. They, they didn't really talk about <sighs> that too much. But the I, guy spent a lot of time at our table. He called Elliot, my friend Katie's what, husband. What songs Dimples. did you do? Oh, I, d- I did Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, good. That's a good one. We did a ton of songs. Me and Katie did Don't Let Go by In Vogue, which brought yeah. the house down. Oh, I did Mambo Italiano. Oh, good. I think everyone I cried. They went nuts. Oh, my. And we topped it off, Jeff, with We Are the World. That's a great karaoke track because it gets everybody involved. Lighters, hands waving. It was the last song Here of the night. The time when we hear a certain call. When I the love world. It. When you're down and out, <laughs> seems the hope at all. But if you just believe, there's nothing we can fall. That's a great bridge, man. Ooh, one of the best. The change will oh, I'm pretty overcome. I just, I, 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 first of all, there's a chance I'm going to be gone all of January. FYI, put a pit in that one, Emily, oh, for wow. another shoot. I can't tell you what it is. Oh, but exciting. It's another primetime host job. So if that happens... um. My life is in shambles, oh, and I won't Lord. be able to enjoy any Tuesday nights moving forward, especially oh, no. after the holidays. But that's what, I, if it was like Thursday, I could push it. But like Tuesday's rough, man. Tuesday's good. Jeff, on a Jeff Tuesday. You, you would have to prepare for it because it was that monumental. All it right. was, it was, we had so much fun. And oh, the guy, David, the host who was like, oh, I know exactly who your brother is. You got to bring him here. You, I got to be on the podcast, all this shit. He kept on being like, yeah, he's on that show, the the 24 and 24. That was the one that he kept on bringing up. He was like, I can't believe what you could eat downtown or New York for $24. And I'm like, where have you been? It's like eight years ago. (laughs) Oh, not It's more than eight years. I mean, really, I'm 
I'm flattered. Oh, God. <laughs> People still bring that up like when they cut and paste my bio off, whatever oh, they Lord. Googled, and that that pops up and like the host of 2424. Oh, yeah. Oh, long may it rest in peace. I'm oh, like, indeed. Wow. I love Donnie G's. It's changed hands a couple times. It was. Uh, I'm glad to see they're, they're, they're churning and burning, especially with Tuesday Night Karaoke. Oh, it was a scene. And Shout you know, out to like this is where the world we live in that blocks away. There's a place called Donnie G's with incredible karaoke with a bunch of real salt of the earth, legitimate characters. Oh my God, Jeff. It was like a cartoon. We were living in a cartoon and we were part of it. I love it. And Mike ate two huge arancini balls. Did he really? Yeah, I said they were really good. What's, what, like, is that all he ate though? Yeah, that's all he ate was two arancini balls. Our crew that we were with didn't go for dinner, and he was hungry because he only had one dinner that night. Wow. I know. What else, Emily? Come That's, on. I, know. I, I talked about last time, the Super Sunday, where we had the soup thing. Oh, how did it turn out? How was your soup? Was it a hit? My soup was definitely the best soup there. Shut up. Ooh, not, not a lot of great soup, I'm saying. There was one that tasted like warm tomato water. Why do people, what did they do? What did they not do? <laughs> They didn't do anything. It sounds like they just poured poured the can of uh, tomato sauce and water. So you've had you had some clunkers there. Yeah, but it wasn't even about that. It was like everyone got hammered, and then we ended up dancing in the living room. It was really strange. Living the life, Emily. I know. I'm nobody can touch what you do in a different week. I mean, just looking at your note, you did more, and I went to freaking France. I know you. You freaking crossed the Atlantic. Unbelievable. It's the Atlantic, right? Yeah. It is the Atlantic. Okay, Emily. thank God. But, Enough about me, though. I, I'm exhausted. Wow, well, we can't wait to get weekly updates on your living situation uh. and your couch situation and oh because that's what, all people whether or not the futon is working it's out not a futon I, we went and saw it in person to make sure it wasn't a futon what is the frame made out of i'll show you a picture of the so it's a total it's it's a couch is it a hide bed no is it like the waiting room furniture that dad brought home for us <laughs> Remember that? Uh, those green, we, that would, those are so sad. The Morrow kids would break <laughs> furniture. We would like, it was like pretty much consider any piece of couch or furniture in our communal areas as disposable growing up. We were so rough on the stuff. You I, guys were. Well, yeah, but y'all stop. I mean, you got tossed around too. So these, yeah. this furniture, we would break sofas. Like it's like, like, like WWE wrestlers constantly arms coming off Frank rubbing his athlete's feet on the arms of it oh my god so the yes. wood was exposed oh god. no joke we would plow oh god through furniture to the point where my dad had extra uh they were changing the waiting room furniture on his office on Taylor Street and it wasn't even a sofa it was like wood with some fabric on it it was, it was so uncomfortable it was not comfortable at all it, it was, was like for like, a dentist office except for it was for a real estate office no padding real Hero. estate furniture waiting sofa we still, we demolished that thing lasted, I don't know, maybe eight months till we, we, we made it our bitch. Till Jeff started gnawing on the, <laughs> the arms. I did. I chewed on Here. everything. Jeff, here's my couch, just so you see. Oh, it's very nice. Looks nice and fluffy. And yeah, then, there's. And I went and I tried it out. That's what it or cost my, my, right there? I, no, it was actually cheaper because I got it on a flash sale. Oh, 500? Uh, it was like a little over 500, originally seven something. A couple extra shifts from Mike Lisa Vange. <laughs> Okay. Oh, enough. Are we good? Yeah. Wait, Anything else? Look at it. See, it, it goes down. No, it's really cute, Emily. It's not translating to the podcast. Well, I, I'll, don't so know. I'll, you know what? I'll put a link <laughs> put in, in the show notes. notes. People are dying to see Everyone it. wants to see my couch. I know, but it's my a nice. second couch. It's a Band-Aid couch. What are you going to do with it when the real couch comes? Going in the spare room. Oh. So then when Mike's mom comes to visit us or we have any other overnight visitors. She can they sleep have a, on a hide-a-bed. It's not a hide-a-bed. <laughs> It's a convertible 
couch. Yeah, hide a bed. Yeah. They throw the bed under the sofa. Yeah. See, look. Sofa look. couch. Sofa sleeper. Exactly. Convertible. Good choice, Emily. It does. You know, it will make it real comfortable for her. She's going to be very, she's going to sleep very soundly, especially when her just, her forehead's just nestled against the wood no, arm. It's not, it'll be fine. She's going to feel the bar. She is a tall woman, though. Well, hopefully you got the queen for the queen. How was your <laughs> Jeff, tell me about your week, please. We flew internationally to Paris, oh. France, where we walked the Seine. But I didn't know. I have no frame of reference. Last time I was in Paris was when I was 20, and it was on the last leg of a very long European journey that we traveled with the school. I was with my buddy Finn and Greco, and and we all did this whole big trip. It was the last stop, and by that time we were over it. We stayed at like a Best Western, and I'm not even kidding. A Best Western in in Gay Paris? And that was a splurge. We were just staying at one-star hostels till then, or you know, little hotels. We ended up splurging for like $80 a night at a Best Western, and we ate at a Chili's in a Chinese restaurant, and then we flew home. So that was my only uh, experience with Paris up to this point. So we really soaked it in. We rented an apartment with one of our friends from New York, and our other friends were right above us in a duplex. We stayed in the uh, the Palais Royal, which is like the royal palace, which I didn't know. You look out, and it's like an actual like super royal palace that's converted to like, it's unbelievable. <sighs> so you're overlooking at the park and the square and the fountain, and it's like private. It's unbelievable in couple things I've gathered. These are just my notes. It was wonderful. Obviously, we ate, we drank, we were up, you know, we're going to bed at one o'clock every night. Every day consisted of these three things. What? Walking 13 to 15 miles a day. That's that's amazing, though. In the cold and rain, mostly, because the weather was pretty terrible, but it didn't stop us. Eating a lot of uh, meats, butterfats, pastries, but never being full, but always kind of only eating till you're not hungry any longer and that's the parisian way like grazing grazing right you eat a little bit here and then at dinner you eat but you're fine you have a couple bites of dessert you drink wine the whole time and this is the kicker you'd walk two to three miles home every night from wherever you ate so you went to bed and you felt okay you know you're never hung over the wine was clean uh the people were very nice and gracious it helped that we were traveling with the murphys in our new york contingency there mark murphy one of chops uh most esteemed judges, uh, New York chef, was raised as a child in Paris. He's lived in Milan, lived in Paris, worked in Paris for years and years and years. So his French is not even only fluent. He speaks perfect Parisian dialect. So to them, so he's, he's just, just blend- one of them. He's blending. So when you go out with nine people, he just orders, right? You tell him what you want, he translates. And we went to a lot of joints. We never deviated from French food. I know it's like, go to, but they have all you know, types of cuisine. It's like any other cosmopolitan major city in the world. They're going to have mm-hmm. different, you know, influences in different types of food. We ate a lot of, lot of braised meat, a lot of cote de bouffe, a lot of bread. What's right? cote de bouffe? Like a big, big, huge steak that we split up to every, with everybody. Ooh. A lot of buttery vegetables and not a lot of salads, a lot of organ meats, pates, no. right? Liver no, I don't, stuff. Uh, mommy, don't do that. I tried everything. Um, Good for you. I really enjoyed it. I loved being in a new, um, interesting place and seeing how another culture operates. And they are slick people. The kids are dressed to the nines. Oh, wow. I may or may not have clogged the toilet in our apartment. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's because I foolishly brought my own flushable wipes, which no. cannot handle <laughs> septic systems in Paris. <laughs> Do not handle the Huggies brand flushable wipes which are already teetering on in the level of may or may not be flushable. 
Uh, so I, I I learned my lesson the first day after I was like, these aren't going down. Well, I I was thinking that, more like your shits are like, no, that, or compared was, to French no, shits, no, are I, like just like no, freaking colossal. The they, it wasn't anything like that. Like there was, I never had any like nothing it was clean. You felt clean. You felt good. The system wasn't checked. It was the flushable wipes. Point being, everybody's so slick and buttoned up there, right? The kids wear like nice shoes. See the kids on the street, and they're like just dressed up. Everybody's takes pride in how they look and how they move and, and how they interact with the world. But then this plumber comes. First of all, he opens the thing and goes, Oof. Oh, no. It was after a couple of days because the, the the landlord or whatever of the apartment, they, you know, it was, a, it was a company that rented us the apartment. She just sent over like a brand new, really, really cheap like dollar store plunger. And I was like, this is not a job. Oh, no. I need a, a an earth mover for this. And <laughs> the guy opened it up. So it was like a day of, you know, working it. But he was dressed. He had like a nice vest on, a gilet on. Oh my god! His glasses were like stylish, and he had like curly, like kind of longish hair. His boots were like really nice work boots that were like perfect. Oh. I don't know. It's just the Parisian way. We we took a river cruise at night to watch the flickering lights turn on on the Eiffel Tower. We were on the Seine on this private little river yacht that Pam organized. Pam Murphy marks wife and we were drinking champagne and taking pictures and i don't know man it was magical it was exhausting the greatest thing about a trip like this compared to a beach trip right which is kind of what we all gravitate towards i think Mm. just being living in the cold midwest and it's cold half the year like i just want to go relax on a beach and decompress all i want to do but this is the problem this is what i realized being on this this trip which was not a vacation mind you not at all there was no emily zero downtime Zero. From the time we woke up to the time we went to bed at 1 a.m., no sitting around, no nothing. You walk, you eat, you walk, walk, shop, eat, walk, 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 eat, walk, walk, sleep. And I was never more uh, disconnected, you know? I mean that in a good way. I, I felt like I was unplugged for the first time in a very long time. Whereas on a beach vacation, right, you bring your Kindle you got your phone. You always have a Wi-Fi signal. Mm-hmm. You're answering emails. You're texting. That's true. You're taking pictures. You're uploading your Facebook, you know, all that stuff. And you're constantly connected to to the world at home. Here, you don't have any time to interact with the outside world. Plus, your eight-hour difference. So the whole home, my business, is operating on a totally different schedule, which, you know, I still had to do some things. You know, Lisa was running the show for Marl Provisions when I was gone. But so I've come, I I came in hot and I haven't stopped uh, since Paris. So I'm a little haggard and we're going to do this and what's going to kick butt. And I'm happy to be home. And there is no place like this country. Say what you want. Watch the news. Read the news. Post on Facebook. You see a lot of people are upset with this land, but this is it. People want to be here, and I love our country. And that going to visit other countries really makes that Mm -hmm. a little more apparent, especially during these days when we need a little reminder that, you know, we're doing a lot of things right here still. Oh, America. And you know what? I think I like my food better here in my city. Oh, well, it seems awfully, it could be But man, their pastries... Paris breasts, all oh my god, this apple tart. No, it's called Paris Bre, but, but it's like a just mousse and pastry dough. And then we had an apple tart on the street. Me and Mark shared it. I mean, like just stuff like that was like the best version. Like even our first meal there, I was like, all right, let's see. What, like even the tap water was better. Oh wow! Like the tap water was so good. And then you have your first glass of wine, and then you have your first nibble of food at the same time, and you're like, I get it now. Oh. I do. Something about it. You know, I remember when I went, when I was, what, 
24 or something with Aunt Fran, with our Aunt Fran and her two friends. And I'll never forget their chocolate croissants and their coffee and they get a cafe au lait. Cafe au lait. Then they give you a little like dark chocolate with it. And at the time, I remember I'd go and get a coffee and croissant and then like smoke a cigarette in the cafe because I could. Dude, I was like, it hasn't changed. Everybody's are, still smoking. Do they smoky. smell smoke inside? Everybody smokes. I was like, for as you know, not I, inside at the cafe. They, they everybody smokes outside though. Constantly. Oh no! But this was in you know 2004. Oh no, I was 22. Yeah, two, oh well, everyone knows I'm turning 40. Whatever. Um, it's too late for but that. But at the time, I was just like, I was smoking everywhere. I could have smoking in the hotel room. I was sm- like, it was smoking the best. church there. I know it's it was the best for a smoker with the coffee and the wine. But, you know, that's, you know, R.I.P. Emily smoking. Good for you, Emily. We're all happy to be on your journey of growth and enlightenment and betterment. And hey, you know, I try. I Uh, fail sometimes, but I try. But Jeff, that sounds amazing. Was it like all done up for Christmas? Were there lights and trees? And did it just, were people like singing Christmas carols in French? No, they were not singing in French, but there was lights everywhere. And it was extra magical, I think, because Paris is a city of lights and... And even love. more lights, even more lights with the holidays. Emily. Oh wow! Felt it's, it. Did you go to the Louvre? Uh, no, but we were literally across the street from the Louvre, so we we looked, we walked through it every night. We just didn't go inside. You know, I'm not. I've been there. I've seen the Mona. Like Sarah is not a museum person. She'd rather see the city, the churches. You know, everything from the perspective of uh, from the outside. I guess you could mm. say. Uh, I'm the same way. We did go to the Picasso Rodin Museum was awesome we went to the um it was just like a private collection basalt i believe museum which is in the um like financial area which was awesome we walked around that saw like this statue that was like slowly melting over the course of years i don't know through candles mm-hmm. so we we did a lot of that but i don't know sometimes you got to get a city that's like for the second trip going through those long museum days yeah i know but like once in a while you, what was funny when i went to paris is i was reading the da vinci code at the same time so it's all this shit that i don't know if you remember Ooh, of course the da vinci code and how it was uh, they were at the louvre it, it was all very meta at the time and i didn't even know what meta was back then no, you don't you I still did not. barely do i'm just grasping onto the edges of the concept of meta what was the Best thing you ate this week. Okay, for me, I said all the good things. We had this braised big pot of wild hair. It was like pulled pork meets rabbit. I know it sounds weird. It was unbelievable. What I'm not usually a huge fan of, but I like it, is rice pudding. This was the I greatest I love rice version. pudding. This was like a cauldron of white rice pudding that just would never end. That people just kept scooping off, served with like this real thick, super deep salted caramel whipped cream. But it was more of a creme. It wasn't like, you know, but it was spoonable with candied hazelnuts. And you just sit there and you put, you build the thing and you just keep eating it and eating it. It was unbelievable. Oh my Lord. That sounds amazing. What about you? Um, Well, I can't really compare to yours, Um, but I've been getting really into Chobani flips. What is, is that the thing where you flip it over into the yogurt, the, the yeah. crunchies? I was like, why don't I get a couple of those instead of having like ice cream or a crazy dessert? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me get a banana cream pie, Shabani flip. Uh-huh. A, you know? Renzo likes those. And you know what? I, it, Most it, children do. It really scratches the itch and it's not like crazy and fan calories. It's, you know, got sugar in it, whatever. How many calories? I don't know, but not a lot. But calories like, is the most important. You're, it, you know that. If you're eating that instead of like a 
a chocolate sundae or whatever, you know, I don't is know. Is that what you're doing before Chobani flips? No, never. Oh, I'm man. never, but I just like, it, it's something I, I'm, it scratches the itch of, you know, getting a sweet thing out there and it's, you get your dairy, you got your probiotic elements of the, uh, the yogurt. Oh. And you know, it kind of feels like a, like a naughty snack. I like naughty snacks more than unnaughty snacks oh. tiny sausages these little mini dried sausages that they sell everywhere that i smuggled home in my shoes oh whoa not allowed to bring meats home shut up yeah i got them in and they're just like so addictive i can't even tell you and so so much to the point where i'm like i gave some to my in-laws i'm giving some to mom and dad i gave some to lisa i'll, I'll let you have a couple what bites. the hell i'm like what what, what am i chopped I, we couldn't chop tiny sausage we chopped tiny sausage <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Some yeah, job liver. Good. I know, you know, I try. I roll with it. But you can't even find them online. I was like, well, searching for like two hours last night to try to get the mini sausages, which is probably something you don't want to Google too much. I, I know. Think I'm on the, uh, that you're on the list. <laughs> Your cookies are going to be all effed up. You're going to be getting weird ads. Where's the closest mini sausages to me? Nearest mini sausages. Oh, um, Lord. Emily. Yeah. Dearest mama. What are you watching this week? Um, I've been watching Dexter, New Blood, the newest uh, version of Dexter that's out there on Showtime, a revival, if you will. And it is so awesome. Really? It is excellent. It is all the things. Jeff, did you watch the old Dexter? I didn't. I think I watched maybe the first season or something, and then I dropped out. I watched most of it until the last couple seasons. It just kind of, I wasn't feeling it anymore. But those first few seasons of Dexter are so good. You should go back and watch it. Okay, It's very, very good. This revival of it is great. Takes place many years later after he's like hidden his identity, starting a new life. And it is just, you know, you got the mystery, you got this... Mm. Intrigue. Intrigue. You know, you have this person who has this taste for blood, this dark passenger, but trying to live a good life. Is it an unquenchable thirst for blood? It is. And but that's why, like, the whole premise of Dexter. Do I need to tell you this? No, you don't. We all the now all the listeners want to know how many mini sausages you get. Dried mini sausages. I give it eight and a half out of ten. Dried mini sausages. Wow. And also, it was shot in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, my my boyfriend Mike's hometown. Oh, maybe he's a murderer. No, he's not. He's murdering sofas. I know. He's, <laughs> no, he's not. What do you mean he's murdering sofas? I don't know what goes on in that new boudoir of yours. Oh. Listen, what am I what, watching? What are you watching, Jeffrey? I'm watching The Beatles. Get back. Watched majority of it on the plane ride home. Oh, eight, so eight and a half hours straight. So you decided just to... to Cut the cord and do it. This is what I'm going to tell you, Emily. What? Tell me. I think this is one of the most important documentaries about music ever made. I think Bold it's statement. not a easy journey. It can drag on. There's a lot of cover songs of them just kind of getting in their groove, jamming, playing, goofing around. But it is so real. And as a lifelong Beatles fan, I still am surprised at how many surprises the Beatles have in store. <sighs> and this is one of them. The essence of each of their personalities kind of, I think, brought to light finally, uninhibited, unfiltered, unedited. John, you know, everybody all have this theory of what John and Lennon's like, what Paul McCartney, whatever. But they're all themselves is in truth, I believe, for the first time wow. that, that we could see it. In the creation of the songs that you know and love happening in real time as you watch this, just them grabbing the inspiration out of the air, right? Like catching lightning bugs and just putting it into their guitar and their voice 
And then it, the best part is like when you're watching it and they're like working on that lyric, right? Whether it's from Get Back or Don't Let Me Down or Dig a Pony or any of these things. And they're like, oh, what should I, what's the next? And you're like, the next lyrics, love, dummy. Like, oh. like you know it, right? And it's just like such great moments in the live performance at the end on the rooftop. <sighs> so amazing. And I've seen every version of Let It Be, whatever has been released on Vimeo that keeps getting removed and re-put up, yeah. which is terrible. It's like not good. And Every single rooftop performance I've seen on YouTube or Vimeo that keep getting scrubbed and then re-put on. Mm-hmm. These are the most way complete where they're doing each song multiple times. It's so good. And it makes me sad. Why? Because we'll never have another Beatles no. as long as we live. That's true. But you know what? Then they wouldn't be the Beatles, Jeff. Oh, my God. It just it, So this threw me into just... I, 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 I felt... That I could not dive any more deeper into the Beatles catalog. I know it all. I've heard everything, every out, and it was like just re-inspired the same song. It's like there's no digging to be done. It's all right there, ready for your enjoyment. It gave me a, a little burst of life into to, to my passion for the Beatles. I cannot recommend this series enough. You got to be a Beatles fan, I think. Yeah. But there's a lot to learn if you're just a fan of music or rock and roll or art. And that's what they're doing the whole time. And there's a little bit of arguing. There's a little bit of drama, but it's about the music, man. 9.89 mini dry sausages. That is huge. I didn't give it a perfect 10. Just because there are a couple like parts that I think a little drone on. I think they're important because really puts you mentally, spiritually in the place that they're at, which is a band trying to record an album in two weeks from nothing just from original songs. And there's a lot of tedium and boredom involved in that, right? Working it out. Yeah. So, but I'm glad this was released now when, I don't know, it was amazing. I don't know. Wow. Wow. I can't, I can't wait to watch it. I haven't, because I haven't had time to give it the attention it deserves. Their voice. Okay. And this is the other thing. Talk about smoking. They smoke the whole, every, <laughs> everybody's smoking all the time. Constant. Run out, you know, can you get us some little ciggies? They always want some ciggies. Everybody's smoking. And one of my favorite parts even Billy Preston when he comes in. Now, Billy Preston was the unofficial fifth Beatle, especially mm-hmm. during this run. He came in and kind of saved the group. You got to watch it just for the moment that Billy Preston lays his fingers on that electric piano, the keyboard, right? Yeah. And starts putting his vamps and his riffs and don't let me down and get back. It is it is so magical. But again, he's, everybody's smoking. It's just crazy the amount of... It's like, and they sing like angels. I don't know how they oh, did it, Oh, there's only man. one alive now, so... No, there's two. There's Ringo and Paul. Shit. Yeah, retraction. <laughs> retraction and I on the saw fly. Paul. OTF I retraction. Paul. Oh my god. God, you suck. Oh, I do. I do. Oh my god. Well, you know, and we know I know that you know John was taken from us way earlier than he should have been. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, it's great. All right, it's what time for a little IG Q&A. Oh yeah. I don't know either. I'm IGN. You're QAN. Everybody's dancing to the break of I'm GN. What you're seeing. Don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not your thing. Hey, I G Q and A, I G Q 
Lorenzo, you have to send me that, by the way. Yeah. Would you just take a... Um, you singing. Um, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, hold on. You have to talk in the mic. Hello, everybody. Oh. It is Lorenzo Morrow here. Oh, what, what, from what's... WGN. <laughs> oh, we talk a lot about WGN on this podcast. Okay, um, do you have a um like adapter thing for a keyboard? The keyboard for headphones? Keyboard? Yes. For the keyboard. Oh shit, dude! That that was so much that happened in like a minute. We we did an on the fly IG Q and A song. Lorenzo ambushed us and did a, it took a video. So hopefully, I will put that video up. All right, so Emily, we got a first question here. From Rhonda Pellegrino. Ooh. Always, always asking questions, always submitting stuff to She's us. So she is, bubbly. I I I don't Do I've it? never She's met so her. Bubbly. bubbly. She's Pellegrino. Oh yes. How did I not get that? But she sent an email that said she sends the question, Mike's mushrooms. Could I have the recipe, please? So you know what, Jeff? I say we call Mike. He's never been on. Well, no, he's he been has, on. He's, his recorded voice has been on here, right? Have we called yes, him? Yes, we've called him oh. once. He won't do cold call karaoke. Don't even ask. But Because uh, he doesn't have a recipe for it, so I thought he could talk us through it. Yellow. Michael Collins, welcome to the Come On Over podcast. Are you ready to sing us a song? Oh, stop. I'm kidding. I, prom- <laughs> I promised him. I promised him. I wouldn't do that to you, buddy. How you doing? Uh. I'm doing good. How are you doing, Jeffrey? I'm doing well back in town. Hi, Mike. Um, Hi, babe. I just want to congratulate you two on the big move. I heard you guys got a hell of a sofa deal. <laughs> Which one? The the one that we just got in the emergency? Yeah, the emergency. The, the, emer- the Band-Aid sofa. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made Emily show me a picture because I didn't believe it wasn't a futon, but I was secretly hoping it was a futon, but, but it's it, not. It's oh. a convertible couch. But what she doesn't know is I called back the room place and canceled the order, and I got one of those like metal old school college futons yes, being delivered. That's what I Stop it! With Don't the pipe, choke. The steel pipe, the aluminum <laughs> piping. Oh, of course. <laughs> no, we're we're stepping away from college. No more college. No more tapestries. Did you put up? You, how many um, bean bags did you get from the oh, room no, place? None. <laughs> Just one big old one. Oh my god! I'll lend you my uh, Nintendo sixty four when you need some. Uh, entertainment time but uh listen we had a question the reason we're calling you uh you have been briefed on this i'm not gonna pretend like you haven't but tell us again because the hit of thanksgiving last month were your stuffed mushrooms i know you don't have a recipe for them just guide our listeners through the processes and what ingredients you use if you don't mind yeah sure well it was just regular white button mushrooms for the crowd that you guys had at thanksgiving probably about 60 of them <laughs> took out the stems chopped those up uh reserved the caps the stuff and then it was just pretty much just one white onion, a lot of butter, herbs like rosemary, thyme, salt, pepper, uh, garlic, uh, and of course the uh, the Ritz crackers. How many sleeves did you blow through for that? <laughs> uh, like three and a half. Ooh, that's oh, why. That's, that's that's a secret sauce. That's because, a lot of carbs. Because it gives it a sweetness, right? And in a like a yeah. extra buttery saltiness that you don't get with just regular ass breadcrumbs. No, well, actually, I think also the sweetness came from the uh, like six month old bottle of wine that I used from the fridge. So that might have done it, done it too. Oh, is that the secret? That was, was extra fermented? <laughs> yeah. This bottle of white wine just used for, for cooking that's like been shit, there for a while. It's like the shit they make in prison, right? The toilet wine? <laughs> the hooch. The hooch. The hooch, right? 
Oh wow! Oh my God! Look at your it's too like that's why everybody was a little off. I think that night. I know everyone was having too much fun. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't the moonshine that everyone was doing? Oh my God! Them? I did bring out the moonshine. I forgot about oh. the moonshine. Obviously, Jesus. with good reason. And this was like not bottled moonshine from like the the binnies or the liquor store this was actually in a like unironic mason jar I <laughs> transported yeah, I from 100%. appalachia from my uh my wife's family that brought it from in. but it's i mean that you can light a lamp it was good though i thought it went down somewhat easily Stop it, you liar i liked it i'll do it well, well um, i shot it and uh sarah's dad looked at me like i was nuts because he just sitting there sipping on it and i was like i just down the hatch real quick no you went up a couple notches in his eyes right there by shooting the moonshine right. and sipping on it. No, I don't I don't think it's meant to be sipped like a fine scotch or bourbon. <laughs> I think you should just shoot it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I got my guy calling me Jimmy Bona. Oh my Sorry. God, Jeff. Why you I'm always Bona got beef. the most? I got, because I, I do meat deals. Hey. Is it Jimmy the Hat calling you? you know, oh, I, I, I heard about him. Jimmy the Hat? <laughs> Unbelievable. What a scene that was, huh? I'm, I'm sorry yeah, no, I, I missed it. it. I know, Jeff oh, deserved to be there. Did you sing anything at karaoke, Mike? No, I just cheered on my lovely girlfriend, Emily. What do you think when she goes up there? You're like, yes. Because I know, like, hey, I, was, I think I Sarah's sick of it. it. <laughs> on, on her end, she's been watching me do karaoke for 21 years. <laughs> or more, when you know, even before that. But but you cheer her on. You're, you're proud of her, right? You she's She's of got course. pipes. She's got them. I mean, she also hasn't really gone out and sung karaoke because of the whole COVID thing happening so recent so when she gets a chance to go up and belt it out i'm gonna be your biggest fan and let her do it oh michael oh. you're saying all the right things now he, he lets me do karaoke you huh. guys got the place decorated the new place yeah yeah for the most part i mean there's still some boxes that are mine laying around that i'm just kind of slowly unpacking but we got the tree up uh you got lights a fake, around is it an artificial tree or is it a real tree that's a real tree seven footer Ooh. Mike walked it down the street. Like a real man. Oh, yeah. Did you put it like the thing on a skateboard and just like shuffle it down? And you hoist it over your head the whole time or yeah, shoulder it? I hoisted that over my head. It was like an American lumberjack competition. How far was the Christmas tree lot from your place? Like two and a half blocks, right, Em? Like yeah. two and a half blocks? We got it at a bar, the Village Tap oh, in solid. Roscoe Village We before we moved in so we could have the tree there when we got there. And he walked it down the street holding it. And he happened to wear flannel and a red hat. He was like the brawny guy. Oh, my God. There you go. Like a Scandinavian oh. brawny man. Wait, you bought, wait, the bar sells Christmas trees? Yeah, a lot of bars do that in their um, unused. In like, the city, yeah. Yeah, like the, that's like the thing they, yeah. you know, make an extra buck by renting out space. And it was a great, it was a great tree that we got for a hundred bucks. It's still, it's still kicking, I Oh, I it's so moist. I check it for water every morning. You got to. You can't let that baby get thirsty. (laughs) No. No. What else are we going to put up there? Anything else? Do you have anything lined up for the Christmas decorations? We got my gnomes that light up. We just got to get some new (sighs) bulbs for them. Yeah, he's got some garden gnomes. We have gnomes smattered all over the apartment or will soon. What does little boy Mikey want for Christmas this year? Oh, I don't know. Nothing really. I mean, I have everything that I... Honestly, just want. I don't really want anything. Uh, you just, you know what you're doing today, Michael? You're answering the questions correctly. For that, I'm going to give you a Savaz drop. Awesome. <laughs> Listen, man, that's it. That's all we need to know. Emily, stop crying. You, you made her cry over here. I'm not crying. She is. You got one tear. Hey, it's not the end of a movie yet, so I, I don't <laughs> think she's crying. Oh, my God. All these holiday movies. Uh, I bet she's crying at all the even t- all those bad Netflix holiday movies. I have, have not watched a Have recent... you watched Candy Coated Christmas yet? No, <laughs> I watched it with you. We watched the first part. Oh, my God. That's right. I couldn't. couldn't. <laughs> I had to stop. 
But no. No, we started watching the Muppets Christmas Carol last night. Are you at work, Mike? Yeah, I am right now, yeah. What are you working on right now? What are you making? Nothing. I'm sitting down right now talking to y'all, but after this, I got to go make some chicken salt and bolters for our uh, new menu that just came out last week. Ooh, a little salt and bulk, a little brisket, a little... Little chicken broth? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a thigh, thigh so I can't actually. Eat it. Oh, it's a thigh. You can't eat it. Well, you're going to change that one of these you days. You choose not Emily. to eat it, Emily. Don't you yeah, know you I can't. It's not I an won't. allergy. Unbelievable. Hey, I'm going to make a gravy one time, and I'm going to put the chicken thighs in it, and you will not even know the difference, babe. There she goes. Don't do that to me. Don't, you, there she goes. Is she crying? No. She is again, like the end of a <laughs> like... cheesy Netflix Christmas movie. Michael, thank you so much for your insight and wisdom into your stuffed mushrooms, the hit of Thanksgiving. Thank you. We of salute course. you. And if you guys have any questions, I can always write that down for uh, your show notes or whatever for the oh. people out oh, there. Oh, yes. Actually, yes. I will have you do that, and we will add so it to homework. our recipe catalog at comingover.com. So much homework all the time. All Fantastic. Right, Mike. Enjoy the service tonight. Yes. Cook hard. All right. Thank you very much. Spread I'll talk to love. you guys soon. Merry Christmas. Bye. Toodles. Merry love Christmas. You. Bye, babe. Love you. Bye. God, you guys finally said the love. Oh, yeah. This, out here on air. You guys did it. God. Oh my heavens, it is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it is. Emily. You love each other. You really do love each other. Michael loves me. Emily loves him. We love Christmas. Love each other, never, never. We buy futons. No, we Michael don't buy loves a futon. <laughs> Daddy loves a futon. Everybody, Christmas morning, sitting on the futon, unwrapping jewelry, diamonds, and fucking platinum. <laughs> wow. What do you think he's gonna get you for Christmas? We're not we're not doing big Christmas yeah, stuff I'm this done. year. I'm over it. Nobody's getting gifts. I'm done giving gifts for everything. I'm Whatever. done. Whatever. I don't you I don't, you know don't give a me gift? a Christmas gift. The things like the magic we create together as a family is a gift enough. I'm like, yes. next question. The, the I'm tiny, dying here. The tiny sausages that you provide. Uh this is from Amy Spicer. She's so spicy. She says, Jeff's candy song is so much better than Ed Sheeran and Elton John's new Christmas collab. I guess that's how I know I love the podcast. I'm comparing Jeff's original song against some guys named Eldon and Ed. That candy song is great. The one person, Jeff, we found Wait, whoa, someone. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about? That's all? Fucking Jake's and candy. Because I'm trading candy. Oh, God. Jason, I said Jake. Elton Juan. Wow. Hey, Jeff, you got a fan. You think Elton John and Ed Sheeran flow off the top of the dome and make up lyrics that fit perfectly i don't know sick i don't uh, know their process amy spicer thank you very much thanks for just recognizing greatness when it comes along and sharing it please share the podcast with everybody yeah and your mom and your mom and your mom uh this is from amanda goes emily Mariana Van Zeller has new episodes of trafficked i'm watching a new one now and had to be sure you knew about this new season and to answer your question, Amanda, I do. And I did watch the one about the romance scams and the black market marijuana, which very enlightening. Well, first of all, Amanda, thank you so much for your interaction with us here and listening to the podcast. But do you think you're really going to like 
give something new for Emily to watch? There's nothing. She's watched it all. You you know what though? No, there's nothing left. I've talked about trafficked before. I know. She has sent a message prior about saying how good trafficked was. I think she watched it based on my recommendation. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. So, so this is a, a continued dialogue. I love this. So that's uh, why I'm just, I, I'm just, you know, check it's out give the and new take. traffic. Okay, it's great. great. It's great. How many mini sausages are you giving this new traffic? Um, I'd say so far, just from the episodes I've watched, seven out of ten. Oh, they also had one on illegal cosmetic surgeries. Like the Brazilian butt lifts that people go to. Illegal or legal? Illegal. And like everything happens in Florida too. Oh yeah. They're just injecting God knows what into people's asses. I don't. I don't don't know. I'm like, you want some of my ass? I'll give everybody a bit of my ass. I can't even fit in the toilet anymore. Oh, unfortunately. What's the next one? All right. This is from Lindsay. Her subject is what I want to be watching. Love the show with Trisha Yearwood. Emily, you legit duetted with Trisha Yearwood. That is true. It did happen. Food Network totally should have cast Trish and Jeff in their Christmas movie. I would love to see a Trisha and Jeff candy-coated Christmas watch party. If you have ever seen People's Couch or Galley Talk on Bravo, I have. Basically, the show is watching people watch and comment and make fun of another show. Just a thought. Keep the good shows coming. <laughs> Lindsay, I love this idea. I, I love think it's it. brilliant. I think I would watch it. The network would never do it in a million years because it's like making fun of our own in a way. Because that's what really is the gist of those type of shows. It's pretty much not only a reaction, but also the commentary of the ridiculousness. Uh, You never know, though, what comes up in the future, especially with Discovery Plus needing content and all that jazz. But I would do it with Trisha in a heartbeat. She's... A hell of a partner. Or you know, you could just do it with me, and we can do like a black market version in the I'm spirit done. of this traffic. Is, this is enough, Emily. No, this is enough no. for the both of us. Right. I have no more capacity for you in my life. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, this is from Jay Dentino. Oh, Jay Dentinos. Watching Thanksgiving show, I'm guessing of uh, The Kitchen. Yep. Is that a Bob Kramer Damascus knife? Yes, it is. It's a Bob Kramer by Zwilling. Uh, I got it for Christmas. Maybe four years ago from Sarah. It's wonderful. Uh, it's beautiful. I keep it very sharp. It's heavy. It's perfect. It's my favorite knife of all time. Good to know. Good to know. Is it Zwilling and Abel? <laughs> you suck. Yeah, I know. Michael doesn't it. like you. He does. He loves me. He doesn't anymore. He just texted me. He's no. breaking up with <laughs> no, you. No, it's not. This is from Marialana. My best friend makes your all-American down-home meatloaf, which is amazing. What I'm confused about is your other recipe, United States of Meatloaf. Would you clarify? Listen, Thank you. Same recipe, I think. Maybe there's mm. been some changes, some updates. You know what? They publish every recipe we do, whether it's on uh, the kitchen or I did it on Sandwich King or I've done it on, you know, some other shows I've cooked on or I did it on Today's Show or Good Morning America. Sometimes the ch- recipes change. Maybe one's maybe all beef. One's the kind of beef pork veal version. Go with the, I would say the United States of meatloaf, especially from Come On Over, my cookbook, is the definitive It is so good. It is recipe. so delicious. And even if you sub it with turkey, Jeff, it is. Oh, that it's is good. It's Sarah so does it great. all the time. Yep. Now we got another from Jennifer. Rewatching an old episode of The Kitchen in which you made a stuffed beef tenderloin. Inside had dates, cranberries, shallot, and more. I'm wondering if I could use a pork tenderloin instead. 
If so, would you still use the low and slow method or cook it at a higher temp? Thanks. Love you guys. I've listened to all your podcasts at least once, some two or three times. Get the out of here, Jennifer. Wow. God, I bet she's so beautiful in real life and smells wonderful. I'm sure. Inside and out. I love this recipe. I just had a... One of our friends, Johnny Coletti, email uh, texted me about oh. this while I was in Paris. He wanted the recipe. Who's like a partner at Gibson's? Oh, and he's damn. in the restaurant business. So I was Correct. totally flattered that he asking me for a stuffed beef tenderloin. But it is good. Um, can you use a pork tenderloin instead? <sighs> Low and slow method or cook it at a higher temp. You can definitely use a pork tenderloin. But keep in mind, a pork tenderloin is way smaller than a beef tenderloin. Maybe... A sixth of the size, maybe a quarter of the size, depending on how big the tenderloin is. Um, so it's going to be hard to kind of butterfly and unfurl to give it that pinwheel stuffed effect. You can cook pork tenderloin to medium. I would not cook it any more than that. So it's going to be hard to temp, a little harder to cook. Um, but yes, I think those flavors would work well. Just I wouldn't roll the dice if you're having company over or it's a big holiday and this is your mm. centerpiece. Maybe give it a test That's run. Yeah, I would say, yeah, and always plan test. To do, I mean, three people for, I mean, a stuffed tenderloin, three people max per each tenderloin if it's your main protein. So, so account for you're going to need a bunch of tenderloins to stuff and things. So you're, I don't know if it's it's weird. Usually it's like people want to make the beef instead of the pork because they, mm. they don't eat pork. So... Um, yeah, I would account for, you're going to need a little more time to, to stuff it and do that. Cause you got to do the, the butterflying method, uh, you know, four times over instead of once wow. and the trussing, the stuffing and the trussing and the tying and the cooking. So, but I think it'd work well. Oh, all those combos. Crazy. Wow. Pork, sweetness, dates, shallots, aromatics, all that stuff works very well with pork as well. So great question, Jennifer. And thank you. Oh, for being and for being a repeat listener God, wow we're like right you know the, the sex in the city of podcasts um this is from janet martin loved your black sweater with the white stripe on the sleeve you wore on the kitchen Ooh. where did you buy it from fred perry i, I want to say i see this as a holiday gift for my boyfriend okay um i'm gonna say that's a fred perry dm me i'll look it up but I'm I'll always put, willing in the show notes to share what I'm wearing because it's it's accessible stuff. I'm not wearing anything too fancy, so yeah. And I'm very I just did that the day after I got back from Paris. Jesse was over and I did a fitting. Oh, oh, little but, little tight. No, it wasn't. That's why I was surprised. That was the beauty of the trip was we walk so much. I haven't spent that amount of time not working out. We did do a boxing class called punch which is like a rumble class punch but, and they put us in front because they wouldn't know what to do meanwhile we're like boxing like savages in there <laughs> and the parisians are like tip tapping stuff and sarah and i by far were the biggest people in the class oh come on and the, the guy the, was like of course they put the big people in front nobody else could see the uh <laughs> the mirror because we we're like blocking their view uh it was cute though but i did not feel like i got back i was like fine i mean i don't really weigh myself my everything fit great we walked so much. It was balanced. I don't know. Something about that European, European style yeah. of diet, that French diet, man. I tell you, something's up. Just dip and they nibble. Got something. Thanks. Dip and nibble. Listen, guys, uh, that's let's, it. Yeah, let's cut this We're going to cut this, this off. I cannot talk anymore. Emily certainly can't. She's barely hanging on by I a thread. She has been inside. roasted hard on her futon all week, and she can't <laughs> even get out of bed tomorrow. So we are going to be 
bringing you next week, of course, more Q&As, all your holiday quandaries, conundrums, and questions we're answering, plus... Some stories. Some stories for you that might blow your mind. Oh. Might make you chuckle. But at the end of the day, we'll make you thankful for what you got. Because when it's Thanksgiving right now. It's Christmas. And we're thanking each other for, for Halloween time, times Jeffrey. and ghosts Stop it. and everything. But listen, everybody, thank you so much for coming on over. We'll see you next week. Hey, don't what? forget to subscribe us, rate us, review us, and share with everybody the magic of come on over. Send your questions to askjeff at comeonover.com. Thank you all for coming on over. Oh, no. Merry Christmas. Now get the hell out. Thank you for coming on over. Thank you for coming on over. Thank you for coming on over. Thank you coming on over. Thank you coming on over. Now get the hell out. Thank you for coming on over. Thank you for coming on over. Thank you for coming on over. Now get the hell out. The Come On Over podcast is powered by Game Plan. It is produced and edited by me, Emily Morrow. Jeff Morrow writes and performs all of our original music. And uh, we'd like to thank Mikey Savage for contributing his mushroom love. We wanted to thank everyone for listening and um, looking forward to uh, spreading some more holiday joy. Yeah, bring it back. Oh, Oh my God, God, Jeffrey. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Suck. A beast. It was like fucking. You just Chobani flipped all over my mic. I stepped. I stepped away too. Yeah, you Sorry. stepped away. Not far enough.